What is up, guys? Welcome to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hi, friends. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. Welcome back, everybody, if you're new. Welcome. (laughs) I didn't know what to say, so I thought I would start out by introducing you, or introducing welcoming you so yeah there you go you got it a long day guys today I commented on I said oh my goodness I love your sweater and they were wearing a dress so that (laughs) accurately describes (laughs) how I've been doing today I'm so I just got like secondhand discomfort from that yeah I know I was at church too and everyone around me just stared at me and waited until I figured out what I had said Mm. (laughs) and then it hit me like five minutes later like the conversation had moved on yeah and I was like oh my goodness I am so sorry (laughs) your dress is so cute that was the whole thing so anyways this week we're starting some new a little bit different and exciting um if you've ever read our blog broken vessels blog we're going to be taking that format and we're going to be putting it into spoken words and that's what Addie told me yeah (laughs) to say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she just like regurgitated every word that I said in the same exact that was plagiarism at its finest that was so, so funny <laughs> so before we go into this fun new and exciting uh series or series. I guess just like layout we're just gonna been, try it if we don't like it we don't like it it's okay yeah we've been experimenting with different ways of approaching the podcast Mm -hmm. um if you haven't been aware I don't really think we've talked about it we've just been kind of doing it yeah (laughs) so if you've noticed slight changes every week good for you proud of you (laughs) if not that's okay that's okay you you weren't asked there won't be a test (laughs) (laughs) um so before we do that let's just do a little weekly recap weekly high highs and lows weekly summary whatever you want to call it how was your week (laughs) oh my gosh I had a crazy week actually okay I have no okay guys every time we do this I like reflect literally on the spot so like what you're hearing is me actually thinking about it so this is like a very candid version of like me actually reflecting my week and trying to figure out how I feel about it Monday through Friday um just school I have been in marching season for band for the past three months and I um kind of had a rough week with it it was a weird week because I didn't know how things were going to go this Saturday as in yesterday because we're recording this on a Sunday um we had like our final competition that would determine like if we were top four we would go to state if we were top or anything other than the top four we would not go to state um, if we went to state, obviously we would have another week of band. If we didn't go to state, that would be our last week of band, right? So I'm like, this whole week, I'm like, is this my last, like, is this my last Monday rehearsal? Is this my last Monday night rehearsal? Is this my last Friday? Is this my last, like, morning rehearsal? Like, all these things are just thinking, and I'm like, no, 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 like, we're gonna have a positive attitude. Like, but I just, like, just really battled just on it. I just wanna know. Like, I just wanna know if I need to, like, soak up every moment of this and, like, I just didn't get that clarity, obviously, because we could not predict the future. Um, So it was just like a weird week. And I was kind of just coping with that of just like that bittersweet ending because marching band, um, as like embarrassing as it is for me for some reason, it's a huge, huge formative piece of my life. Um, And I think I've learned the most about life through being in it um I was head drum major this year 
and I just have like completely like learned everything new started from the beginning on how to lead how to interact with others how to share the gospel through actions and words and kindness and all these things um and it was just like it's like the marching band has been like a huge huge piece of my life it's like taught me more about relationships than anything else Um, and I was like it's really sad that it's over but I'm like also so thankful that it's over like I do not want to wake up that early (laughs) like to go to band every morning ever again um and that contest like did not go well for us and I like spent the whole performance like just being like lord this is yours whatever the results are I'm okay with it I'm content like allow me to surrender this and leave it surrendered and like I truly surrendered it to the lord and like left it there and um I think that I was like really content with the results um they were not good <laughs> like I wasn't happy with them but I was just kind of like that's where we were placed um, and that's fine, but marching season's over for us, um, which is sad because it's like that was my last week. Um, but I still have some rehearsals because I have band, like football games and stuff like that. So it's really not that big of a deal. Um, but anyways, so that just kind of made it a weird week of just like a lot of emotion. And I had an AP calculus test and an AP biology test, um, and I didn't do well on either of them. And <laughs> I was like really going through the whole like identity and grades, identity and the Lord, all of that. And I feel like I go through it every time I take a test in those classes. So just like kind of a difficult week. Um, but so many great things happened at the same time that I was just like, I'm not upset with how the week went at all. We had a lot of people um, like our band moms brought us donuts and Chick-fil-A one day, like two separate day, two, two, two separate days. Um, Sophie's laughing at how I butchered that just now, two separate days, um, which just made me feel really loved. Um, and I got to like hang out with some friends that I had never hung out with before after the game. And it was cool. It was a lot of fun and like a very, very sweet ending to marching band. But, that's awesome that it was yeah. a sweet ending i know that's like hard though because it's like especially when you weren't expecting it mm-hmm. um my week was long yeah. i so i started the week um th- like it was incredible i went to the pumpkin patch and it was super spontaneous like and I don't really do spontaneous. I mean, it was kind of planned, but like the plan kept changing. And at first I was like so stressed. But then after the fact, I like had fun and I was like proud of myself for like having fun with it being spontaneous because that's not my personality. So that was really fun. Um, but then the week started and I had to, I had something like every day after school. And that's been like the theme of senior year is like just the stuff outside of school has made it so busy where I can't even like focus on school. (laughs) Like I I have so much outside of school that I'm trying to handle that sometimes I feel like it's hard to focus on school and I have to like say no to things in order to like do my homework, which is something that like I don't ever want to do, but like sometimes I have to (laughs) because um, while school doesn't um, define you and grades don't define you it is important to keep up with that and that's like our jobs right now is to go to school so it's important so I was just kind of running all over the place this week and I was talking about this on Wednesday with my community group but if you don't know I moved this week and this is my second move this year and the first move was uh, kind of difficult because I don't like change like 
And so I was like, oh, I'm going to have to like change again. It's just like change your routine. Like you have to, like, you don't have your usual places that you go to, you know, just all the things. Um, but this ch- move and change came with a lot of excitement and I, and a lot of like newness. And I think that that was really refreshing because it was the, like one of the first changes where it's something that I've been like excited about. And so I think it like has made change in my mind, like positive, like it doesn't always have to be negative. Change can be positive. And I think that's something I was listening back to our podcast episode about our summer. And that's something that I kind of heard myself say without like saying the words is change can be good. And and sometimes you don't realize it's good until after the fact, maybe. But I did move. And <laughs> even though moving has been awesome and I, I'm so excited, it's pretty tiring. So most of the week I've just been packing and moving and it's been a process and we're not done yet. We're not really close either, but we're kind of close, but we moved and that's the fun thing. And it's just like really fun. And I think something I've been reflecting on lately is just like, um, how faithful the Lord is and how good he is in ways like he has worked um, in my life and my family's life just over the years. Um, I think that what um, the season that my family's in right now is just a season where we get to look back and see like the faithfulness and how the Lord has blessed us. And so it's pretty cool. Um, this week is homecoming week. And so um, I keep saying this, but I'm like, just in my mind, like I love all of the activities I'm doing, but I'm so ready for November because November is going to be kind of quieter and calmer, I think, hopefully. Um, And so I keep saying like, I just can't wait till November 1st. Um, But at the same time, I should not be rushing through because I won't get October back. Um, So I think that that's been something that I've been dealing with is trying not to rush through to get to the quiet because it's like, yes, I can see the calm coming when the activities quiet down and when people aren't expecting so much out of me. But at the same time, it's like, don't try to rush to that because it's like at the same time, November could be incredibly busy just as October has been. um, And so I shouldn't place expectations sorry my phone just fell shouldn't place expectations when there's it might not be that way yeah so I think it's like can you hear me (laughs) yeah yeah my mic was disconnecting and I was like "Ah." um (laughs) yeah I think it's a lot about like your word of the year which is just being present and where you're at and Mm -hmm. that's challenging when it's like I don't want to be where I'm at I'm tired (laughs) of being busy let me move on like um, but the Lord has you in this season for a reason. Oh, ew, I hated that that rhymed. Oh, ew. it's the reason for the season. <laughs> ew, gross. <laughs> oh, that was upsetting. Um, but I yeah. was a poet and she didn't even know it. Oh my gosh, ew. <laughs> Did you know that that rhymed too? Was that intentional? <laughs> that was, that was okay, intentional. Good. That's what people say like when they say something that rhymes, like that's what they say after. Oh, really? Yeah. My teachers used to do that all the time. I, I'm like, no, it's only you that says <laughs> I've heard so other funny. people say it. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to start. You, you, you. Your computer just glitched. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> this is going, guys, tonight has been such a rough night for technology. I was in the middle of taking a midterm and my my computer, my personal computer completely crashed like 
black screen mouse won't move won't yeah. even turn off yeah Addie texted me and I was like hey can you record and she was like I'm in a, the middle of a test and I was like okay I'm gonna go take a quiz then if you're doing a test and then she texted me like 10 minutes later so my computer crashed yeah <laughs> I was like that's really upsetting <laughs> And now I'm on my mom's computer and I think it's my mic's cord because I kind of um, like I just keep it rolled up all the time. And I think that might be not the best idea. Um, So I'll have to think of a solution to that. But if I hold really still and don't move at all, (laughs) it should stay connected. (laughs) Don't breathe. Yeah, just don't breathe too hard. So, Addie, what are we talking about? Guys, I was trying to explain this concept to Sophie today and today as in as in 30 minutes ago max not even um and she was like trying to understand and i was not describing it well at all i'm just gonna talk and we're just gonna see how this goes (laughs) it's okay Okay. i've been trying to understand a lot today and it just has not (laughs) i could like see the gears moving in your head and i was like it's not clicking it's not it's just been a day where like my like people say stuff to me and I'm like trying my hardest to understand (laughs) it's like not working I can't get it that's okay that's okay we're gonna hope you understand this um so I have literally been thinking about this since probably January um because I have two stories maybe a third I can't remember I thought I had a third but now I can't think of it one is I was um, working out one morning, right? I go to this gym, I have a trainer, he's with me and he um, hands me like these really heavy weights that I had never lifted, lifted before. Now I can like lift them, like it's pretty much my standard. But at the time it wasn't my standard, it was way heavier. Um, and he hands me them and he's like, they're dumbbells and he's like, press them. And I was like, what? <laughs> that is so funny that you would do that to me because I cannot. Um, and I like, just had no other choice because he was not giving up. Um, so I like lay down and I'm doing the reps and it's fine. And it's like, this is intent, like high intensity interval training. Um, so it's interval training and I have like 40 seconds on the clock. I'm going strong. It's fine. And I see him like start to move over towards me and I like, look at the clock and there's like 10 seconds left. And I feel like I'm dying. Like I'm about to drop these weights on my head and he's like standing right there, like ready to catch them. And like the second the clock hits zero, he grabs them out of my hands and puts them down and is like, great job. Proud of you. Move on. And I like go to the next pod. Right. Um, and then there's this another time I was this another time. That's what I just said. There's another time I was driving with my older brother, Weston. Um, he's been on the podcast before in February. Great episode. Great guy. You should listen to it. Um, he was driving me to, I think we were just going to dinner. Um, we were going to dinner together, dinner together. We were on the highway. It's just me and him in the car. I think we're meeting my family or something. And this is like January. It's dark outside. It's like dark, but we're going to eat. Um, And we are, I mean, like we're going 70 on the highway, if not faster. And all of a sudden, like we see all the cars in front of us, like braking. We see their brake lights and we're like, dang, they're braking. Okay. Like we start slowing down, whatever. Weston's driving. Um, And then we like realize like they're stopping. Like these cars are at a dead stop and we are probably going 60, 55 miles per hour. And like Weston hits the brakes because they're like all the cars in our lane suddenly like switch out of our lane. And we couldn't see why because Weston's car is like very low to the ground. Um, So everybody's switching out of lanes. We can't get out of our lane. We don't even know why we're trying to get out of our lane. And, And there's like this giant bag of like insulation that goes inside of walls on the road. Like you can't hit it with your car. It'll break your car. I don't know if that's how that works, but it'll hurt your car. You can't just hit it. 
Um, and Weston like hits the brakes so hard and he does like the instinctive mom arm to like cover, like, you know, when like your mom hits the brakes really hard and she throws her arm out to the side and you're in the passenger seat to like be a, like another extra precaution of safety for you where it's like, oh, I don't want this child to fly through my windshield. Let me protect her. It's like that protective arm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he just like, I don't know, like he just tried to protect me. And it was just kind of like a moment where I was literally just like, he just tried to protect me. And it was like, these two like incidents happened really close together. And both times I was like, wow, they were just like looking out for me. Like they were just there to like catch me in case something went wrong. Um, like in case I couldn't get the weight up, Cade was there to grab the weights from me or like, because he knew that I was going to be exhausted and probably was going to drop the weights. He just grabbed them from me in case my seatbelt wasn't on or in case Wesson had to like, I don't know, someone hit us from behind or something. Wesson's arm was right there to protect me. Um, I just keep seeing these moments that I'm just like, I was like, literally like people were just looking out for me. Um, and I think that that's something I take for granted and that I don't often realize that the Lord is like always looking out for us. Right. Um, he's always just like this protector figure who is, um, constantly looking out for us in such a way that we don't even like, we just take it for granted. There was another time it was, um, Friday night act. This is, this is the third story guys. I remembered it full circle moment. Friday night, I was going home and I was like, I'm just going to go this way. And then I'm going to take a left at the light and it'll be much easier. But I was behind my friends who were driving and I was like, oh, I'm just going to follow them and just like go their way. And then they took us like the most bizarre way. And they like turned right and then did a U-turn and I hate doing U-turns. So I was like, I never would have gone this way. This is so annoying. And then we get to the light that I was going to turn at. And now I'm taking, um, a left at the light but in like a different lane or whatever um and there's like this massive car accident that like if I had taken a left at that light would have been me and it was like what the heck I was like that's so strange like I felt so protected and like looked after um and like people could definitely argue that that was just a coincidence and it was just luck and that like oh I'm a better driver than that person I wouldn't have gotten hit but like not necessarily um and I think I've talked to you, Sophie, about this before. I like can pretty consistently see car accidents like right after they happen. Um, and I'm like terrified of driving. Driving scares me so much. Um, and I just like, it's one of those moments where it's just like, I feel safe, like wrapped in the embrace of a father. Um, and I think that's something that like I need to apply more in my day-to-day life of just like truly appreciating the like small little things that like, most people wouldn't attribute to God. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I think like, um, it's pretty cool how you're talking about how like a lot of people would just be like, oh, that was just an accident or ironic because I think that's something that's like super like, not controversial, but just something that's like always talked about is like, like I don't, a lot of the times like okay let me just start over we've been talking about in one of my classes recently miracles and whether like like what people say they are and people always say they're like this like gift um of like god's presence but the this author was describing them as miracles aren't like 
the gift of something they're like the absence of the the natural that would happen and in like that case like the miracle was that it was the absence of the car wreck like that you might have been in and so I I don't really know if I'm explaining this correctly I hope that makes sense but like um I think that's something that I think I've been struck with a lot lately is like in the concept of like miracles it's not this like special presence of God because God is always with us it's like the absence of the natural thing like the absence of yeah the, I guess that's the best happen, way to guess. Yeah, yeah 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 that makes sense yeah I think that's something that we overlook a lot is just like these things that we think are like ordinary or just like good luck I mean I mean another time like I'm literally like as I'm sitting here I'm just remembering all the times guys I was in tears it's funny because I was talking about this earlier I was in tears on my way to my internship periods because I took an AP calculus test I took an AP biology test like let's say it's like a Tuesday I took an AP biology test and then an AP calculus test both Monday Tuesday Wednesday I get to school AP biology retest I changed like 10 of my answers in my entire FRQ I was like I failed that test that was really bad I like no way I passed that test and then I get to AP calculus we take an FRQ like the free response question not even like the multiple choice did not know a single thing on that paper I was like I don't even know what it's asking and I have like never felt so defeated in my entire life and then I'm just going about my day like really upset because I'm like my identity doesn't come from my grades but I cannot fail these classes like I was like less upset about the bad grades I'm like I just need to pass the test you know um and then I get to seventh period and I'm like praying about it. I'm like just asking the Lord for like peace and like rest and um I think just like overall a sense of comfort is like mainly what I was like asking for um and I get to eighth period I get a google classroom god bless google classroom i get an update and i click on it and it says an announcement from my calculus teacher and it said hey um we are going over the frq in class heavy curve like major partial credit whatever and essentially they basically scrapped that entire first frq because like everybody failed it um and just like the multiple choice had a huge curve took me from failing to like a 90 like massive curve yeah um and then like the frq we just like completely redid um and like he let us redo it up to 100 which is crazy so it's like all of that stress and anxiety that i was like placing and like projecting was like completely taken away and it's like most people would just be like oh a lot of people failed that like obviously that's just i'm like that was like just an answered prayer and like whether you choose to like see it from the lord or not like that's what it was in my mind you know um and I think there are just like so many things like that in the everyday life and I don't notice it and it like leads me to not being grateful um and I think Ooh. like that's something that I need to be better about because being grateful is like almost like a repellent to a lot of like pride self-pity self-hate like all of these things that like I tend to struggle with of just being like if I was just grateful for like where I'm at right now whether it's like in a busy season and a slow season and a stressful season in a like I don't know happy season like if I was just grateful for where I'm at and what the Lord is teaching me right here right now I think that I would be able to recognize 
life for what it is, which is like truly just like a gift and like how the Lord is using me right now, like yeah. in the moment. Yeah, that's so interesting that you talked about that because um, on Tuesday night, I was at the porch and they were talking about depression and they were talking about, um, it was really good. You should go listen to the sermon, everybody, if um, you have time do it but basically and part of the sermon they were he was talking about gratitude and how um like how it just changes um a lot in your life um and like I please don't take this out of context like I don't really remember what part of the sermon this was on and they were um I don't believe he was saying like all of depression will go away if you're just grateful. Like that wasn't the point of the message, but what he was saying is just like, be grateful. And I was so frustrated when I get so frustrated when people tell me that, because I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Like I, it's just something that I have been really frustrated with lately because I really want to be grateful, but I feel like a lot of the times everyone, a lot of people tell me that, but they don't really tell me how to do it. And he was um, just talking about like, in a situation, like, let's say you just get off work, it's five o'clock and you're in bad traffic. In my mind, like what I'm supposed to be thankful for is like, thank you that I get to sit here in traffic. And it's like, no, that doesn't always have to be like the case. He was saying, it's like, thank you that I am one of the 5% of the people in the world that have a car. And, or like, thank you that I get to sit here for an extra 30 minutes and I get to talk to you, God. So I think that is something that I've been learning a lot about recently is like how to be grateful and like, and how to practically apply that to my life. And so I think that that's something that I've been learning is like practicing gratitude doesn't like situations are hard. It's like you can find like what to be grateful for in the situations. Um, And I think that you can be grateful for hard situations, but I think like a lot of times for me, like in the moment, I don't always feel grateful for them. And so like yesterday, I was exhausted and a really hard situation had just happened. And I was driving to go clean where we used to live. And I was like, thank you that I get to, um, that I have a place to clean, um, that I have a roof over my head and I have a new place to go to. So it's like stuff like that. And that was a long tangent. And also what I wanted to talk about is like what you're talking about with gratitude. Um, I downloaded this app on my phone because my friend recommended it and it's called Kai. And it's this app that like texts you throughout the day. It doesn't text you a lot. It just texts you a few times throughout the day and asks you what you're grateful for. And it always comes to me when I, when something like small ticks me off and when something small makes me mad, it's really hard for me to get back on track. And it's something that I've been working on. Like when something upsets me and it's small, it like really throws me off. And I've been working on it because like it shouldn't in my life. Um, and it always texts me first, like it just happens that way. Um, and I don't think it's a mistake. And it, it's like, Sophie, what are you grateful for today? And literally some of those responses are like that I get to leave in 30 minutes. <laughs> but, but it reminds me, like, what are you grateful for? So I would encourage you to practically practice gratitude because um, it's life changing, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hebrews 13, 15 through 16 says through jesus therefore let us continually offer to god a sacrifice of praise the fruit of lips that openly profess his name and do not forget to do good and share with others for with such sacrifices god is pleased um and i think that like i mean exactly what you're saying like being grateful is so hard i like ironically say that i'm grateful um 
like I'll be like oh I should be grateful for the situation I'm at and then I'll be like something so stupid and something so ingenuine that it's like that is literally not practicing gratitude but I like put a thanks in there somewhere and call it a day Um, and that's just like not the attitude that we're called to have um obviously we are called to continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Like sometimes like praise is sacrificial um, and it's just putting yourself lower than like the situation in which God has you. Um, I think that like, honestly, that's how we should always be of just like we as people, like who we are as sinners, um, like status wise, we should be lower than Christ always, obviously. And we should be thankful for whatever situation in which we were placed, but it's hard to be like that. Like Sophie, exactly what you're saying is just like, um, like a genuine sense of gratitude is difficult to find, but it's something that like, if we practice, we can absolutely like prosper and harvest. Um, and I think, and I, I think I've, that it leads to joy. No, you're sorry, fine. Sorry. I've heard of it before is like, you've, I don't know. This seems like a pretty common illustration that people use. It's like a muscle, like gratitude will probably feel awkward and uncomfortable like exercising it at first but like once you do it more it will come more natural to you and I think that that's like what I want like one thing that I want like my life to be marked as is like just this natural sense of gratitude like when something comes hard it's like my first response isn't to complain and to be mad and angry but like I think that that's a way that you can like genuinely look different in the world is to practice gratitude because that's so counterintuitive in the world yeah yeah it's very um counterculture yeah that like most of the times I see people like the easiest example I can think of this is we got we did not place very well at our last band contest and like the amount of people that I heard um like complaining about it and all these things um, and complaining and blaming situations and all these things and I was just like I'm just thankful that we got to perform like you should be thankful that we got to perform our show one last time and that we have the opportunity to perform it again and like completely rerouting people's conversation manually is really fascinating like because you can do it like as a leader of my band like as like the highest leader of my band I am like trained to do that like that's what they expect of me that's like one of my things it's just like they're like fix their attitudes like how this band reacts is like 90% up to me so it's like I can be like having a really bad day and like I could be really upset about the result of that marching contest but the band cannot know that I am right um and it's like this concept of just like for like weeks leading up to it every like thing I heard like I heard if I would hear like an insult towards the brass I'd just be like let me just reroute that conversation into like hey focus on yourself be grateful for like where you're at and that they get an opportunity to improve and so do you and like just like you can do that in like conversation without it being like rude or people even realizing you're doing it. Yeah. Um, I think it's like easy to like sit there and complain. And like during school, I'm always like, I'm tired, I'm cold, I'm hungry, like all these things. But I'm like, I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to learn. Like I am upset with school. I'm like, AP calculus is hard. AP biology is hard. Like these are such hard classes, but I am so thankful for the opportunity to get to learn them and to get the head start while so many people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like finding uh, the like, like the genuine blessing rather than like the fake gratefulness of like it's kind of like if you have siblings and like I don't know if everybody's parents do this my parents had this rule that if you insulted one of your siblings you'd have to give them three compliments and the three compliments like would always be like I like your hair I like your eyes I like your clothes and it's like things that they can't control it's like that's so ingenuine it's like find something to like genuinely be thankful for 
and like and it can be something small too yeah it can just be like I like let's say you're having a really rough day and you just like are not finding anything to be grateful for it could like genuinely just be like I'm so grateful that I woke up today mm-hmm. and that I get to go home soon like Sophie said earlier you know what I or mean? just like what something that I've also been practicing is like whenever I get super overwhelmed about everything that has to be done I'll just be like I'm grateful for what I'm doing right in front of me I think like that's something else mm-hmm. you can do is like be grateful for what you're doing right now and what's in front of you at the moment or like I'm grateful for the conversation I'm having right now not the ones that I'm thinking about I'm gonna have in the next three hours or whatever I don't know if that made any sense yeah I totally get it um I think that's pretty much all I have um so if you have anything else you want to add think that's all thanks for sharing those stories yeah i hope everybody liked that i really liked that good i'm glad i think i think it was kind of a fun little format yeah yeah you want to pray us out sure i'd love to and heavenly father i come to you and thanks for this opportunity to sit down and just talk about a whole bunch of random things gratitude focus safety nets all the things um, I pray that any words that are not from you, whether they're from Sophie or from me, um, fall on deaf ears and they just have no effect. Any words that are from you, I ask that you allow them to prosper and really set in the hearts of our listeners um, and know that your love and your mercy and grace are plentiful and abound in others. And people learn from action and it's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.